difficult when you are known and you as a woman are making more money than your man. Who is who? In this podcast, we are interested in tackling the discussions surrounding masculinity and femininity in today's world, specifically looking at young adults and how they navigate through societal expectations in relationships. My name is Tumisoma Singh. And I invite you to join us on this journey to discover how masculinity and femininity has evolved over time and how young people view this in their own lives. In this episode, we look at how social expectations have changed regarding what it means to be a man and a woman. All of us have been in a relationship. In this package, we will be discussing the approach game in dating, gender roles, and how the normal expectations in relationships have started to change. Nosipa Chope spoke to students about the ins and outs of relationships, such as who pays for the first dates. We get to hear different responses from a male perspective and a female perspective. We are better, no more Who is supposed to pay the bill on dates? The person who came with the idea to go out on a date should set the bill. I think it depends. Um, on a first date, Nay, on a first date, I still think a guy should pay the bill, right? But I think, like I said, things change um, the more, the longer you're with someone. Okay, well, this is not even a question because I feel like men should pay for the first date. Actually, men should pay for whatever dates. Every date the man should pay because I feel like men are born to be providers. So, and firstly, we've always learned that men like go out to work and women stay at home and cook and clean and look after the kids i know i'm being very gender biased right now but Sinji, men should always pay i'm sorry have men lost their superiority when it comes to approaching men and women are both superior in their own different and unique ways right I don't think because now women are able to go for what they want, now it just makes men less superior. I don't think men have lost their superiority. I'm not going to lie. I don't think so. It's not the same as it was because now it has decreased, yes, but I wouldn't say lost. I feel like I'm not going to use the word upper hand, but I, I still feel like the culture of Men should take the first step is still there, so hence why I'm saying no. Yes, my answer is yes, because um, I feel like nowadays everything is about money. So when like men approach women, they are usually flashy of their clothes and they usually offer like drinks or pay the meal in exchange for like their number or whatever. You know, whereas in the older days, it's not like I was there, but like I've seen in movies like in Notebook, men will approach women speak to them like have a full conversation and they'll have like interest in that person and then they exchange numbers or whatever or go on a 
second date or whatever whereas man it's just money just money just money just money honestly then us girls you'll see oh he's wearing a gucci t-shirt he's probably rich and then i'll give him my number because of that whereas they don't even have a conversation what role does society expect you to play in a relationship in terms of society and what i'm expected to play i don't think as a girlfriend um society expects a lot i think it would be different if i'm married but as, as a girlfriend i don't think um the expectation is high i think i'm doing what society expects me to do the expectations society has for women in general are for us to always be submissive to like listen to what the man is saying because they are the head of the house and whatnot to provide in the house to clean to cook to nurture which is what we were born to like we cannot run away from that indi mayako your portion what role do you play in your relationship um just to make my my partner happy uh make sure that um she's happy at all times um happy wife happy life happy girlfriend happy life i would say provider in fact i'm not even say provider let me say financial provider and protector yeah financial provider and protector i i honestly don't know what my role is well like in normal relationships the woman is supposed to obey the man listen what not what not me personally i do whatever the hell i want so i do not have a role because i don't listen and i disobey you're listening to who's who take a breather and stay tuned people have different opinions about dating and relationships what works for you might not work for me Tatenda Motungwa spoke to diverse individuals about what they think dating is and what masculine or feminine traits they are looking for in a potential marriage partner Upon conducting the podcast Who is Who a few individuals were interviewed regarding their opinion and take on attraction and its connection towards masculinity and femininity Each individual was asked two questions namely what is dating or relationship What do you find attractive in a potential partner within the dating world? What draws you to them? Second, what feminine or masculine traits would you consider necessary for a potential marital partner? From this interview, you shall hear a range of answers, some weird and some interesting. Olwetu gives us the first take on what dating or relationship is, as well as whether or not masculinity and femininity matters within the relationship. Okay, in my personal view, ne? dating is like the part where we are still getting to know each other where i'm learning about your flaws and you're also learning about my flaws just like checking whether if i meet as qualities us can like boyfriend but most importantly the process where we are still getting used to each other mandibeko lohlo dating kum indonjalo a relationship is something more stable We are no longer getting to know each other. We are together actually. That's what I can say. In a relationship, not personally, I don't believe in masculinity or femininity or stuff like that. I just believe that in a relationship, we're both supposed to give the same energy as in care about each other equally, 
love each other equally. Like, Kunga Biko Undos will fuck up more effort than Omnia. Basically, there are no roles. We're just equal and we are working on building what we actually started as a man in a relationship. Obviously, I have to offer a protection in any form, protect you from negativity from the public, guidance as well can provide the guidance, but that can also be provided by a female. So that's why in the city, I don't believe in, in those masculinity and femininity when it comes to your relationship. Thank you, Oluwetu. Next up, we have Brandon. A girl with glasses, a girl with a small waist and wide hips. She needs to have been traumatized before. What did he say? Hey. She needs to preferably be bipolar. I'm going to be honest. I've never heard such answers. Um, I really appreciate your honesty because, wow. But what about feminine qualities from a potential wife? What I find suitable in a wife is a woman who seems loyal and is funny and is smart. She has to be pretty and she has to be small. Thank you, Brandon, for your answers. I definitely enjoyed listening to your answers. I'm sure my viewers as well did. Next up, we've got Princess, and she too wants to be treated as a princess, and she tells us what it means to be treated as a princess. A man must spoil me. I also expect to be respected and trust me, and also loyalty. I would like to be treated as a princess. Aww. Gender roles in a relationship or marriage do not need to follow societal norms. Dumiso Maseng spoke to people from different age groups about their opinions on gender roles, such as the man being the head of the household and provider, and the woman being the primary caregiver and caretaker of the family. Society tells us women are supposed to be the caregivers of the household and men are supposed to be the providers, but times are changing. I spoke to Libile Manyapilo and this is what he has to say. Now, when coming to roles, I believe that roles do not define people. Roles should therefore not be looked at as gender specific. Yes, culturally, roles have been gender specific. That's the truth that we have to face. However, they should not be gender specific. We are living in a modern world where people are not restricted which gender role they want to play in their relationship. Nigelo Shasha spoke to his friend Klomla about this. In my opinion, the term provider can be used synonymously with being the head of the house and as the head of the house you have very simple duty making sure everyone is fed making sure everyone has clothes all the kids do get an education yeah that's basically it and uh, being a head of the house is not limited to men women can also be providers women can also be the head of the household for any type of relationship to work both parties must agree on how they want their relationship to function. Yes, where I will start off my assertion. It always takes two to, to a tango. Any dance 
which involves two people, require two people to move together in resonance. Because if they don't move together in resonance, what will happen, the other one will step on the other's toes. And a dance would not be pleasant to look at, would not be something worth looking at as a result. Many people have different opinions about gender roles in relationships. As long as both parties are happy and satisfied, outside opinions do not matter. Mnigelo spoke to another friend of his, Annalisa, and here's her take on this topic. The head of the house is the person that is responsible for the daily functioning of the household and is the one who earns the money. The head of the house duties is to provide and care for the family makes decisions and provides safety and security for the well and for the well-being of those in the household both men and women are caregivers but we care in different ways a man cares in some instance as a provider gone are the days of a man just being a provider it's not enough for a man being a provider I see at times it will be trending on social media that a man must do what a man is supposed to do. Head of a household is seen by being in charge of things or making, providing for the family, for the household. Like for example, a father. You're listening to Who Is Who. Take a breather and stay tuned. Some people believe being feminine does not mean you have to wear girly clothes like dresses or only wear bright colors. You can wear khaki shorts and still be fully a woman. Feminine clothes do not determine your gender. Apiwe Tamba spoke to Princess Eteche about her thoughts on being a woman and not wearing what society says are women's clothes. Gender identity is an individual's conception of their own gender. It can sometimes be associated with their assigned sex given at birth, or it can totally differ from it. It is also sometimes defined through its manifestations of clothing. This affects everyone, whether you identify yourself as a female, male, or neither. When growing up, princes enjoyed quite a lot of activities traditionally associated with boys, and since then, she is called a tomboy. This is because she is said to exhibit most characteristics considered of boys. Now, let's hear from her what she thinks about her own gender identity. Okay, I don't see myself as a typical woman because I don't do what the typical woman is considered to, be, to have to do. Like how... In most of our traditions, a woman is supposed to wake up early in the morning to clean the house and to cook food and all of that. And that's usually what my aunt and my grandmother do. I tend to spend more time with my grandmother, my grandfather and my uncle. According to some sociocultural roles in certain societies, clothes do reveal one's gender identity. People in these societies have the idea that dresses are more feminine whereas pants are more masculine, and it can be a little bit awkward to find the opposite. However, people like Princess are here to advocate otherwise. In her relationship, Princess has never considered herself as the man, 
just simply because she sometimes wears male clothes. She has emphasized enough that clothing has nothing to do with anyone's gender identity. When it comes to feminine clothing, I think crop tops, I think bras, and I think, you know, that kind of stuff. But I, I wouldn't necessarily deem, like, dresses feminine. Skirts cannot just be feminine. Dresses cannot be feminine. Pants is, are not masculine, you know? Anything is mixed and matched. Obviously, I wouldn't expect to see my grandfather, who is 60, to wear a pink crop top and a very short pleated skirt. Uh, my grandmother would tell him that, okay, no, now you're having an existential crisis. You need to stop. Because um, I think this is just a matter of age and personality, right? And expression. You know, again, this is tough because you know women's clothing what is it really men's clothing what is it really I mean when I'm at home and some of my shirts aren't clean I will live in my uncle's shirt clothing doesn't necessarily identify your gender coming from a CPD and Sesotho speaking background in the small farm of Leofontaine outside Pretoria they recognize and value their traditional ceremonies where gender roles play a huge part now Let's hear about the Sipedi cultural way of dressing during traditional ceremonies as told by princes. Runamo like mapedi. usually rapara mobasadi bapara diketevel. We we do wear skirts, right? People who make traditional wear, right? And obviously they make those colorful dresses and stuff like that. So kharapara modi traditional ceremony tsarena. Rapara dikete di di roko erle basadi basadi bapara dikete li di roko tetelele maravana obviously bapara baruku it's a matter of mosadi angasa baruku because ke mosadi now the question comes to you as a listener. What would happen to a couple who swap their clothes and attend a traditional ceremony in your own local community? Would they be judged and ridiculed? Or would they be welcomed with respect and dignity, just like the rest? The interviews conducted showed a variety of opinions and views about masculinity and femininity. Dating is a tricky game. And in this podcast, we aim to navigate through that game with you. We have unfortunately come to the end of this episode of Who is Who podcast. Please keep a lookout for our next episode with your girl, Dumisoma Singh, where we tackle the power struggles within the workplace. Also be sure to engage with us on our social media platform at whoisho underscore JMS using the hashtag What's Your Role. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.